Welcome to. Daddy. All right, welcome to Before the Kids Wake hey, hey, Up. What are you doing? I'm trying to do our intro. Do you want to help me? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Hey, go ahead. Just so we got it ready. Welcome, welcome to Nicholas. We're trying to do our intro. Oh my gosh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome, welcome to, to Before, Before the, the Kids, kids Wake, wake Up. up. Welcome to Before the Kids Wake Up. I'm Claude. And this is Renee. And we're up again at five something in the morning. Renee is all cranky. I'm so tired. Haven't drank her first cup of coffee yet. I'm trying, but I'm so asleep that it's hard to even drink my first cup of coffee. <laughs> Why are you so cranky? I'm just tired. I don't Why know. are you so tired? I, well, I went to bed at 10, which is past my bedtime. <laughs> and I don't know. And then Renee's lady- bedtime is earlier than the kids. It is, it is. I, I need to be in bed about 8 o'clock. But, um, and then somehow, so Claude was recording last night because they record on Thursdays. So Olivia stays in, in my room um, to make sure she doesn't try to sneak in because she likes to do that. And so somehow she ended up in my bed, but sideways at the foot of the bed. And so at one point I thought it was a dog and I almost kicked her. Then I realized it was her. And you so, almost kicked the baby? Well, I started to kind of, you know, when it's a dog and I kind of move the dog out of the way with my foot so that I can stretch. And then I realized that it wasn't a furry creature. And yeah. Oh, so then God. I couldn't stretch. And then I was afraid for the rest of the night I was going to kick her. And I don't know. She, You know, it's when she comes in the bed and she will, she will literally just lay like the weirdest way. Like she'll either lay at the head of the head of the bed, like on the pillows, just horizontally or she'll lay at the foot of the bed or she'll get in the middle and just kind of make a giant x like she's just really really weird she likes to take up the whole bed yeah and when she's in her own bed though she's literally in the corner crawled up in a ball in the fetal position like literally like but when it's in our bed she wants to literally feel like the clean like she needs her presence to be known yeah yeah and she's a sneaky sneak too like uh, last couple of days she's been sneaking in I, I don't know she's been doing really good at sleeping in her own bed then she'll like sneak into hours and what was it the other day i went to the bathroom and i'm like why are you laughing oh yeah like, what is so giggling. funny and she's just like she came in like a ninja so as soon as i saw her sneak around the corner of the door i told her to be very quiet so she like tried to tippy toe in and crawled into the bed and under the covers to try to hide before claude came back out of the bathroom it was hilarious okay you call it hilarious i i <laughs> but then we were both Annoying, laughing and yeah so we definitely gave ourselves away yeah yeah she's too funny uh what else happened this week what happened this week we didn't actually talk about our week yet oh goodness yeah no, we only um, got through yesterday both kids have been back to school all week like in school in school so that's been really nice for claude and i to be working during the day and there to be no kids at all so that's been nice don't you think um yeah yeah it's been nice work's been crazy though so it's kind of <laughs> yeah there has been that um, I was trying to think of something that crazy that happened this week. Uh, the boy is off in high school, first week of high school. Um, so it's been this interesting kind of evolution for him. Remember the first days of school? Because he used to go to private school, he'd wear his um his uniform, you know, polo shirt and khaki shorts or pants and whatever uh, colored shoes he had to wear. Uh, now he's kind of getting to to choose his own outfits, and it's very it's it's interesting. Um, well, it's interesting because it's ninety degrees outside, and the boy wears pants and a hoodie. Yes, jeans and a hoodie. And yesterday he wore all black, like Johnny Cash, 
Like, which is fine though. Like, he's—I really think he is just kind of coming into his own. Um, because he's never—he's always had to wear uniforms, so he's never yeah. been able to kind of, you know, show his own style. Um, which he doesn't look—he doesn't look bad actually. No, it's he just, looks good. Yeah, he's, he's doing his hair. He's doing. Oh my like, god! He, his face stuff. He's wearing cologne. And I'm like yelling at him like so much as he'll wake up, and I'm like, "What the heck are you doing? Like, dude, I, I need you to come eat breakfast so we can go." And he's like, he's blow drying his hair, and he's just he, when he comes out, he just reeks. Not reeks. He just smells of whatever cologne, cologne. he has, and it reeks in a good way. Not it about reeks it. in a good way. It's just a very strong smell. It's not a bad smell. It's just super strong. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's been fun. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, because we had that. Him and I had to have the conversation too. So he has ROTC in the morning. So if they on the days they do their drills, he's like, you know, he's got to bring extra deodorant on those days because it's eight thirty in the morning. They are marching, and that way he can, you know, make sure he reapplies and he doesn't. He's not sweaty all day. So. <laughs> yes, he's becoming a little man in a interesting way. Oh yes, I don't think you're ready for all the things that come along with that, though. I know I'm not ready. <laughs> Not even a little bit. I'm just kind of glad that the little one is still little and her. She thinks she's grown. She thinks she's grown. Yeah, no, she, she's she been doing this thing lately with you where she doesn't even call you mom. No, she calls me neighbor. Please explain that to everybody because that I don't literally. Know. I, I really don't even know how to explain it. So Olivia likes to create her own house under my desk and that's her house. And so then when I'm at the couch, I'm her neighbor. And she calls me. She has her pretend phone and she'll walk over and she gives me my pretend phone. And we have to talk from across the room as neighbors. And if I try to call her Olivia, she'll say, no, I'm not Olivia. I am the neighbor. Yeah. And she actually will be like, Daddy, where's my neighbor? And I go, who? She's my neighbor. My neighbor. And go, your mom? She goes, not mommy. My neighbor. I'm like, oh, okay. And even sometimes as we're doing our pretend talking on the phone and she'll ask me what I'm doing and I'll make something up. She's like, no, neighbor, I can see you. That's not what you're doing, neighbor. Yeah. But yesterday she tells me, um, she says, you are the neighbor and I am your princess. <laughs> I'm your queen. I don't know. She didn't even, she didn't say queen. She said princess. Cause I said, okay, neighbor. She goes, no, I am your princess. <laughs> I just couldn't. I just started to laugh. I couldn't even take her seriously. It's so hard to take her seriously because she literally is just so out there. I mean, I hope that, I mean, they say imagination is a, a, um, a sign, a sign of, intelligence. of intelligence. So I'm hoping that she's just going to be a really, really smart kid um, because she is her. The things that she thinks of are just so out there. She talks about all you know? the time. And she's making me now... Uh, <laughs> So ridiculous. I don't know if I talked about this last episode. Uh, Chuka and Chaka. Like, yeah, I have to feed them. Um, you know, it, 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 whenever I pick up from school, we have to share a meal. Uh, I'm not allowed to put anything in the front seat now. And Yesterday it, they took baths. Yesterday they took baths. Mm-hmm. Okay, see? And, and it's so crazy. <laughs> it's just so crazy because, like, this is... I don't know. They say kids develop uh, imaginary friends to, you know, it's a, kind of, it's a development of their imagination and their... Um, social skills but it's like it's like crazy i'm just waiting for her to literally like start blaming you know bad stuff on this this imaginary friend or imaginary friends i get the feeling that they're a family of imaginary friends too it's not just one yeah um but yeah that's a that's uh this weekend olivia what else is going on for you um 
that's really has been it. Um, I know where we're preparing. Olivia has a birthday party this weekend. And mind you, it's not even a real birthday party because of COVID. It's just two kids from her class. And because um, the mom's like, you know, they're already in their own bubble. Um, you know, the kids, obviously. And um, so they're just going to have two kids over to celebrate a birthday. Um, oh, and it's so funny because the, the little girl that... Um Whose birthday she's she's celebrating? She actually she drew a picture the other day, and it was so funny because uh, it was a picture of her and a little girl, and then she drew another picture, and the picture of, of her is like frowning, and I'm like, why are you are you frowning a little? She goes, because I'm yeah, I'm mean. You mean you're mad? I'm mean, and I'm like, oh okay, uh, all right, that's 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 it's interesting, you know. I mean, I'm like, I guess it could be worse. It could be a little bit more psychologically disturbed, but. Um, but yeah, she she I think she is looking forward to this party this weekend. Um, and I, again, you do say party lightly because in in the time of COVID, it's basically just a small gathering of of individuals of kids that are already in the same class. Right. It's not which which I I honestly that made me feel good because um, of we ha- we had another invite over the summer of one of the kids and her um, summer camp class and. They did it at like a um, like a jump center and things of that nature, and so we didn't go. I think they because... end up canceling that though. Oh, I don't. Yeah, it's oh. because there was no way to to to, to yeah, keep an I, eye on I felt bad because I would love to partake, but I just you know that. But like I said, this this mom, you know, um, only having two kids from the class, so they're already in that same bubble. Made me feel a little bit a little bit more secure and, and happy about it. So yeah, and then I haven't told you yet, but um, I am going to paint afterwards. I'm going to help friends paint their house. Saturday oh god yeah so you know i have fun painting no you don't every time we no first off don't lie to the to the audience i painted our whole bedroom by myself i, I understand yeah, that but um every time every time that we go to paint something um it's usually a big deal like either the so the paint first of all we have to go through the process of the paint not being the right paint oh, um uh, so we have to go get more paint Getting the right color. Uh, getting the right color. And then we go through the issue of either the dog or the kid has run through it. And there's going to be either foot marks or track marks on the um, on the ground, on the wall. And then we had to go through the process of, oh, I didn't edge it right. Or, oh, it's it's not. It's it's just not That's straight enough for you. What? That's the best part of painting. Yeah, so I don't enjoy it. And I, and, but I know and you don't enjoy it. So I'm glad. So is, you know what? You go to our friend's house and paint their house because mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. If you enjoy it, go for it. I am not about that life. Uh, and if you want to take on an extra chore, go for it. What Renee is, is failing to, to mention is that her painting, quote unquote, is basically just an excuse for her to probably drink more wine. And No, <laughs> they live too far. I can't. Oh, okay. But, oh, you want to know the most exciting thing, though, about this weekend? Do you know what tomorrow is? What is tomorrow? Ray, Saturday. Ray graduates. Ray graduates what? From puppy obedience class. Oh, my God. So she graduates, and then we upgrade to intermediate classes, and I signed her up for agility classes. So we're going to actually start agility classes in October. So intermediate classes all start next week, um, and then agility <laughs> do, I, do I even really want to even ask? Ask what? Uh, about these classes. Ask like, what about these classes? No, I, I don't even want to know, I think. Because, like, it's just... 
First of all, are you teaching the dog more to be more agile because she's already pretty crazy and can literally but, jump on anything? Yes. So she's going to be we're going to teach her to go in and out of tunnels, up and down the boards, down a what is it? The teeter totter? Is that what that's called? I have no idea. You know when you used to go a seesaw? A seesaw. She'll okay. go in the seesaw. She's going to weave poles um and then jump through a circle. So yeah, she's going to she'll do she's will actually learn to do an entire obstacle course. And then, not now, because she's still too young, but after she's a year old, her and I can actually compete if she's good at it. Compete in what? You compete against other dogs. (laughs) So, like, in dog shows? Like, best in show? Um, Yeah, but it's on agility. They're not looking at, like, the breed of the dog and things of that nature. This dog right now is over here trying to bite my hand. So, can you train her to not do that? I know, because she loves you. Can you train her to not be obnoxious right now? This is all out of love, is what you're telling me? Yes. She's she got like did, eye boogers it, all over my hand. She, she does it to you on tonight. Um, but yeah, oh, so I'm, I'm very happy for you, Ray. Uh, congratulations, puppy. You're a uh, puppy that has always cost us so much money and has brought us through so much hell. I'm so glad that you're finally graduating your puppy training. Are they going to give like a little diploma? Or is it going to be a ceremony? Um, I don't know. We're doing a, a, a pack walk through a park. And so that's going to be really fun. And then, yeah, I think we're going to do like pictures and stuff. So. Oh, my God. I'm excited. I'm very Just excited. be back in time for my haircut. <laughs> um, so what, what are we going to talk about today, Renee? I know you had a, a topic in mind that I think you that it was kind of something that you were thinking about all week. Um, yeah. So um, we were just talking to another friend last Sunday and I'm um, from from what I can remember, because there was lots of mimosas um, involved. But, um, and in about just being able to balance and like find, you know, find someone as, you know, in the dating world, somebody who's trying to date and, you know, trying to find a partner and um, talking about how to find someone who, who lifts you up and who's supportive of your, you know, whatever you want to do, whether it be career or education or, um, just finding, you know, finding your me time type of a thing. And, um, so yeah, so I think that, um, that is something that, that we struggle with as we come, um, as we, as we search for a partner, um, and even in our marriages, um, you know, once you do get married or once you're, you become a couple and have been a couple for a while, I think a lot of people really do struggle with, um, being individual while still being a couple. And then in the dating world, just finding someone who's going to let you be an individual while you're being a couple. So, uh, I mean, and and basically what you're talking about is you don't want to be a couple. So, so, I mean, we can just basically start off, start off with ourselves, essentially. Um, You know, one of the things about Renee and I is, is that we did. So I don't know how bad this is going to sound, but we met at a bar. So we met out. So we already met doing different things. Um, and we've already always kept it uh, in the frame of mind that we don't want to constantly have to literally do everything together all the time. You know those couples that literally cannot function without each other. Um, it's almost like they're acting as if they're... Um, uh, uh, it's what a, symb- a symbiotic relationship, you know, one can't do one thing without the other doing the other thing. And, and one can't be away without the other one being away. And one of the things that we've kind of learned uh, in our relationship is, is that you have to have your own thing. You just truly have to have your own thing. So with me, uh, you know, podcasting has be- kind of become my, my kind of my thing. And, um, 
it's that's really kind of, I was going to name some other things, but I, that's really the kind of the only thing right now. Um, and in, in Renee's case, the dogs and the uh, what else? What Guardian else do you do? What's that? My guardian at Latimore. Yeah, you're you're volunteering. Um, I mean, before COVID, you know, my book club. Um, <laughs> Your book club that you, that you never read the book for. I mean, I guess you did no, read the book. No, but... I did. I always read the books. I've okay. been so COVID, and then I just stopped because I I just I don't know. I've been I've been really slacking. I feel like leading up to that, but um, <laughs> uh, what else? I I do girls' nights. Um, you do guys' nights. Yes. So that's something that you do. I think, uh, I mean, those are all uh, kind of like surface level things. Uh, and we could talk a little bit more about that in the show. But I think where it first starts is having a, a commu- communicating with your partner and um, first understanding what your goals are. So that's number one, right? Yeah. So go ahead. No, I was, yeah, no, I agree. Understanding understanding where your goals are. But, but two, having trust. Because sometimes I think that um, people don't want to be without each other because there's not trust there. And so they think that, you know, if you're not together, then you can't really trust, you know, what's you can't trust what's going on with that other person. So I think you really have to trust each other and you have to want them to have their own life without you. Because I don't know about you, but it would be boring if you and I did the same thing together all the time. Um. Yeah, I don't even know if boring would be. <laughs> I mean, even with us doing different things, you right. kind of bored with each other sometimes. So, well, I enjoy because we're we're learning new things, we're doing different things, we're getting new perspectives about things. Um, we well, just have different stories to share. Right, and I think one of the, like I told you, going back to what I, where I started at too, like it's really about understanding each other's goals. So I'll go back to when we first started. Um, I won't say when we first started dating. Well, I'll say when we first started dating maybe i'll get into when we got married one of the goals is that we we wanted to make sure that you know you wanted to go back to school mm-hmm. and then i wanted to go back to school uh you know we wanted to move to tampa um you know you did eventually want to to start volunteering and one of the important things that were also important to you is i think that you wanted to consider uh like law school at one point uh you wanted to consider you know a bunch of different um career paths you know you didn't want to necessarily be doing what you're doing now so uh it's kind of one of those things you remember the time when you first started school it was kind of rough right because you know not not only were you were you pregnant no you weren't pregnant when you first started school no i started i started school the year um that we were getting married okay yeah so i mean i was finishing up my third semester back when i had olivia Okay, but yeah, but you or were when pregnant. I got pregnant with Olivia, right, I mean, right. You, right. You, when you graduated, you were pregnant. No, Olivia was born. Uh, oh, I mean, I'm sorry. You had already had Olivia when you graduated, right? So, and I, I think that so that was the thing is we kind of determined that hey, you know, you're gonna do this, and at that point, I, I think I did, I did go eventually go back to school, um, but it was kind of one of those things where we literally had to say that well, this we're gonna take time for you to do your classes, and I'm gonna have to cover the dinner, cover the. The chores uh, cover at the, first, yeah, we yeah. had to have well because so when I first started back to school, um, well you hadn't well you were you had you had, you were living there at the time, but um, when I when I started back to school, um, I was still commuting back and forth to Tampa, um, because my office was in Tampa, so I wasn't a work at home employee yet, and so there was a lot of commuting, so yeah, so there was a lot of give and take, and, and I needed time to be able to do my homework, and we had Nicholas, Nicholas was in sports. Um, 
So, you know, it, it definitely took away from our couple time. Right. And then when you decided to go back and you decided to go back because the same thing, your, your job changed. Right. And so it was a, you know, I need to go back. I need to finish. I need to be able to have this degree to kind of help me. And so then we were both in school at the same time. Um, it didn't overlap too long. I feel like what, maybe a year. I think we overlapped. Yeah, about a year. Yeah. But, um, but it was still rough. Both of us going to school. Working full time, taking two to three classes. Um, by this point, Olivia's born. So we have Olivia. We have Nicholas, who's very active in sports. Um, and there were days that it was like, I have homework. No, I have homework. Why right. didn't you tell me you had homework? Like, we should have better planned. So um, I and, think and that if we didn't have a respect for each other of what our goals were right. and where we were going, I think we would have completely fallen Right, because apart. at the end of the day, I couldn't. It, it's not. It wasn't a group. It wasn't a group. It wasn't a couple's activity school, no. you know. Um, you know, we, we it wasn't something that we did together. I mean, there were times that I had to get up early in the morning and go to classes, um, you know, at the university in the city that we were living at. So it's not like something that we could do together. Um, you know, getting past all of that, you know, now we're both graduated. Now we're, you know, we're still in Lakeland, or or we're back here. Uh, you know, you're doing volunteer work. Oh no, actually, you had volunteer work in, in Lakeland. I yeah, in Lakeland. Uh, and so that was just kind of another thing that you like. You had this idea that like you wanted to actually do, make a difference and do something. You know, basically, uh, after I graduated, I realized that making a career change after I'd already been in my current career here for so long. It's was, very difficult. It was going to be hard. It was, yeah. it was going to, my salary was going to be cut in half and that's not, I, I, I couldn't really afford with two kids at this point to take that kind of a cut. And yeah. um, I, I didn't really want to do budget. law school, but then I couldn't justify getting a hundred plus thousand dollars in student loans and not working while trying to take care of two kids. Like that just didn't seem to be reasonable either. And so crazy enough, actually, um, so then I'm, I was stuck. I'm like, what am I going to do? I have this degree. I want to do something. I really wanted to work with kids because um, really I really wanted to go into the juvenile system um, with my criminal justice degree. And so I'm at church one day and uh, the pastor is talking about gifts and that your gift is an ear gift and it's God's gift and finding ways um, to use your skills. And then that day at church is when it hit me like I needed to volunteer because I can continue by volunteering. I can continue to make my current salary yet still use my degree to an extent and give back the way that God intended me to give back. So, so yeah. So then I of course go to Claude with this, Hey, I want to volunteer, which is going to take more time from the family. I'm not going to get paid for it. Right. Um, and so that was an interesting, I remember conversation. I mean, Claude, thankfully has always been supportive because sometimes I get really, really crazy. Ideas. I mean, I was supportive, but also like I did kind you were of, hesitant. I, I was hesitant because it was something that I knew wasn't going to be as simple as, Hey, I'm working at a soup kitchen. This is what I'm doing once or twice a week. And it's for three hours a, w- a week and I'll, I'll be home. No, I knew that if you were going to be working in a, uh, a situation like that, you're basically putting in a lot of hours and there's no, it's not a nine to five thing. It's a uh, whenever. But see, I remember you being even more concerned about my safety. Oh, well that, yeah, there is that. I feel like that was like your number one concern of Renee, you're not really aware of your surroundings. Right. You're going to be going to people's homes and things. And right. I just don't know. And of course I'm like, well, yeah, but God's watching me. Like, it's fine. I'll be fine. And Claude's like, so you don't pay enough. And I was like, yeah, so let's, let's, obviously God's got you, but let's, uh, 
let's make an attempt to try to be a little bit safe when we go out <laughs> on those routes. Um, but he was supportive knowing where my goals were, um, knowing what was really, really important to me. Because I think at the end of the day, if we look at our life as a whole, we have to find things that may, that, that, that inspire us and that, um, I don't know, just inspire us and make us want us to continue to be a better person. And volunteering has been... It has really been that for me. I think I've learned a lot about the system. Um, I'm even more empathetic than I've ever been. I've learned things about my community and things that other people go through that I had no idea about. Um, so I think it has made me a better person. I think it's made me a better mom. And so, and I couldn't do any of it without Claude's support. Like there is no way without Claude supporting me that I could ever do this. Yeah, and I really... Um it's just kind of one of those things where I go back to the, well, what's your goal as a couple? You know, uh, do you want to be the couple that, do you want to be the couple that says, hey, I want to be this force, you know? Uh, do, do you want to be this couple? A power, what is it? A power? What do they call them? Power couples, basically, I, wait, right? What do I say? What do I compare it to? I don't know. I always tell Claude, Barack I want to be and like, Michelle. Yeah, I said I always I want to be like the Obamas. Do, do you think? Do you think that Barack talks to Michelle like this? And he's like, Do you think that Michelle talks to Barack like this? I think at times <laughs> Barack does tell Michelle to chill, chill the hell out. Uh, I think it probably does happen, just because she probably is like any strong woman wants to do a lot and sometimes may not know, you know, I don't want to say their limitations because there's no, there's no limitations, but sometimes you can't always do everything all the time. And I tell you that all the time too. And that, that what I would say the only criticism I ever really give you when, when it comes to doing your own thing is, is that you can't literally do everything all the time. You do have to, you know, make an attempt to chill out every once in a while. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, so, yeah, so, I mean, as far as, again, it, like you said, it, all, it goes back to you really have to sit down with one another and kind of feel, it's just like the the budgeting episode that we had. Uh, you really have to sit down and just have an honest conversation about where you want to go in life. Um, and then on top, so, so putting that aside, too, I mean, it's so important for couples to have time away from each other. Now, Renee and I are really guilty of having too much time away from one, one, one another. And that, that basically just comes with having uh, an active lifestyle and two crazy kids and needing our own three dogs and decompress. Um, but what, what do you do? What do you do to do all that stuff? What do you um, so it's, Well, lately I've been TikToking, which is I'm, oh it's been really bad because normally I like to read. I do really like to read and I can just sit Sometimes I just sit outside with the drink or with wine or whatever and just read my book. Um, those are some of my favorite times because it's just quiet. And, and in all honesty, even just walking with the dogs, that's been one of my biggest things is just one-on-one -on -one time with me and the dogs because it's quiet. Nobody's saying my name. Um, so I really enjoyed that as well. Um, and then just hanging out with my, with my friends, you know, like going out and like having girl time is so incredibly important. Do you think that... You know, on that topic, do you think it's important for you to have like girl time? Do you think oh, it's, yeah. that's like a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Um, because it's my time to not be a mom, to not be a wife, and to just be a friend. And and I get lost sometimes in being a mom and being a wife. Um, and even just being an employee. You know, so it's really hard sometimes to be all three of those things and to do it at one time. And because I'm always there's so much pressure. So when I get to go out and have my girl time, I get to be me. 
I get to hang out. I get to be and and I will say this: it's important to have friends that are like non judgmental friends and know you're a little crazy and and can handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, and but yeah, just going and and you know and having somebody that'll maybe go out to eat with you and eat the food that your husband doesn't like or watch uh, the movie. There is no food that I don't like. This is true. Well, and on on the other end, like you know the friend, you know my friend that we go out like her significant other doesn't like Indian food, so like we watched a scary movie which neither of our significant others will watch with us and we ordered it the big thing of indian food so you know it's really nice to just have that outlet and to just be you know to not have to be a mom to not have to be a wife to just be able to to be a friend in a no judgment zone and and i don't know it's really nice but but i want to say though too um it's it hasn't always been that easy for us and it's been more about me than claude but when claude and i um, oh, and it's going to be like that. And I don't want people to get this impression that you're going to always be able to go back and forth because it's not it's not the case. Sometimes it's going to be one person being well, able to do too, things. Though, like if you remember at the beginning, especially of our relationship when we were commuting. So like for Claude to have his own time, you know, he would come to Tampa and he'd have to stay the night in Tampa because, you know, if you're drinking or whatever, it's just too far of a drive. I really had a hard time with that for a while. Like it, it wasn't like all of a sudden like Claude and I or from day one, Claude and I were okay with always, you know, having some of those one on one times or separate trips or whatever. Um, I struggled. Claude never struggled. Claude was always like, whatever, go do your own thing. But for me, I don't know why I did struggle with that. And it did take me a while um, to be, I think, to be okay and to understand and recognize the importance. Well, and I think a lot of people and I see this on with the in addition to the hashtag blessed that you always see on instagram you always see the oh i'm just so happy to have married my best friend and you know guys that that i am i'm very happy if you feel as though you've married your best friend i think that that's something that if that's important to you then that's important to you i don't want to take that away from you but I, i truly believe that couples shouldn't necessarily be best friends just like children and parents shouldn't be best friends Couples should be friends. I I don't. But you're just not my only friend. No, I wouldn't say that we're best friends. I wouldn't say that you don't tell me everything. You don't confide everything in me. We're not we're not besties. You know, we're and I wouldn't expect you to be. I feel like it's more of a, you know, we are partners. You know, we are a team. Uh, You know, we are, um, you know, king and queen. You know, we are. No, Olivia says I'm a princess. Yeah, Olivia says you're a princess. We are, you know, uh, uh, Venus and Serena, you know, or yeah, whatever. I'm just I'm looking for like two team, like two two people, um, <laughs> because I don't necessarily think Barack and Michelle are best friends. I think Barack and Michelle are I feel like two people that have a strong that have a very strong relationship, and and they're a couple. You have to call it apple and apple. I don't like calling things that are like. Just like I said before, you don't call your kid your best friend. No, your kid is your your kid. Your bond, your relationship is it transcends friendship. Just like uh, a a marriage or a a dating relationship uh, transcends friendship. You know, well, so I don't necessarily necessarily think that you have to be your your significant other's best friend. I feel like it's important for your significant other to have their own best friends, to have their own group of friends. You know, I mean, what? there's very few things that I don't tell you. And if I don't tell you, it's because somebody's asked me not to tell you and it doesn't affect you. Um, I understand that. that. I mean, I do. That might have been but a bad example. I will example. say this. I always like my best friend. Sometimes I really don't like you. Yeah. 
Jesus. <laughs> you like I walked right into it too. I was about to like, oh yeah, I agree. Um no, and, <laughs> that was horrible. Um but no, like and I and I don't want to make it sound bad because I I don't think it's wrong for you to marry your best friend. Oh, not at all. Not but at all. I, I just think that couple it when you're well, the thing is is that you some people as they are searching and, and how this whole conversation kind of came up is is that some people are searching for their partner or you know someone to share their life with their wife their husband how whatever it is. Um, some people do betray it as if it's just this magical perfect world and it's not necessarily there are struggles and they don't have to be your best friend like everybody's relationship is different um so everybody's relationship is definitely 100 percent different they're gonna have their differences of opinion they're not gonna be this perfect fairy tale right and i and i think your best friend is usually someone that's more in line with your your thinking you you tend to be more like your friends and i think that your spouse it's it's okay for your spouse to be different from you opposite they say opposites attract yeah. you know if when you're dating and when you're when you're marrying and when you're actually in a relationship uh, uh, a romantic relationship with a person it's not necessarily someone that would be your your friend because you're not in a relationship in a romantic a romantic relationship with your friend no you, you think about it your best friend you're not you don't have romantic feelings for your best friend no mm-hmm. you have a strong friendship a strong bond with them which I think is is normal, and I think that 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 makes sense. But when it comes to your significant other, you 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 have to understand that it's not going to always be rosy. It's not, you're not always going to agree. You're going to fight. You're going to want to be apart. And typically, you're not like that with your friends. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, you typically always want to be around your friends. You typically always want to do things with your friends. Yeah. Uh, always want to talk to your friends, and that's not something that you are always going to want to do with a significant other. And, and I just say that because I feel like a lot of people get into marriages and relationships, saying, "Oh, I'm marrying my best friend," and I'm like, "Well, that's gonna be a problem down the line. You know, that's gonna be a problem because, you know, you you're not necessarily." They're not your friend. They're your, they're your significant other. So that that's just that that's my take on that. Um, the little the little pitter patter of feet that you just heard is Olivia. Olivia's woke up. Hi, Olivia. Hello. Was, hello. Hello. First time on the show. Um, um, and I think too the other thing is that um, you know how do you decide whose turn it is when it comes to careers and when it comes to goals? Right. Um. So sometimes that that is a very it's it's a fine line and it's difficult because you don't want to be upset with your partner right. because they're getting to do what they want to do and you're not. You're not. So I think, um, you know, having those conversations of what is my goal? What is your goal? Um, I want to do this first and then you can do this or, you know, whatever, you know, however you guys work it out. But to have those conversations to make sure both of your goals are going in the same direction. Well, and I think goals is something that's important too, but also to throw a goal out on Things that aren't necessarily uh, a, a major goal, you know, you have to have conversations about where you're gonna, you know, what, how do, how do you, what type of food do you like the guys normally eat? Who's gonna cook? Who's gonna clean? Who's gonna have this role? You know, we don't live in, we live in the modern society. We don't live in the 1950s anymore, where traditional uh, uh, gender roles or traditional roles amongst partners, where you had one person that worked, one person that had that chores, and and it's not always as black and white anymore. Um, I think, you know, you really just have to kind of establish 
with your partner and where you want to be and how you're going to and what the plan is, you know, right. uh, like, I, like I mentioned before about it being a partnership and, and like a, less of a, friend, a friendship is, is that your partners are going to, uh, you know, you plan with your partners, you know, um, you know, you, you work in tandem. Um, you know, it's not as, as easy as, you know, you know, it's not, it's not as easy. That's all yeah, I can say on that. It's not. Well, it's like the nights that, like, that Claude has, because um, Claude has, like, their recording studios at our house. So the night that Claude has recording to do, um, you know, those are the nights that I've got bath time. I've got to get Olivia to bed. Um, that, you know, I, you know, Claude says that he'll do dinner, but a lot of times he does run out of time and I have to be very flexible and understanding and know that, Hey, maybe I, make hey, sometimes pizza. it's going to be but a Totino's pizza, I was gonna say, let's a DiGiorno. We're not, we don't do Totino's. Um, That's awful. But I did cook this week, guys. I cooked Indian food and I followed a recipe and, um, I was really proud of myself though. I think I spent like a hundred dollars just on all the spices in, um, so I did it all like to the T and then so it, it's finished and it's like okay but it's not great. So I like told Claude I'm like I promise I swear I followed the recipe to the T. Like I don't want you to make fun of me that I can't cook because it's okay. It's just not great. So then Claude doctored it up and it was. Oh yeah. No it wasn't a bad. <laughs> it wasn't bad. So it's not like it, it didn't taste bad or anything like yeah, that. But once it's you just, put whatever in then it tasted like. Well, I mean like, because bye. you can't. I try to explain this to you. You can't necessarily. Um, follow a recipe and get every single and get the results that you're going to necessarily want on food. Food is very it's very subjective. You literally can follow a uh, a recipe and it literally will not not turn out the way that necessarily the, what you think it's going to turn out. And to be fair, that recipe did tell you to uh, add additional spices if you wanted to add additional flavor. And I think that you were just kind of afraid to add the additional sp- flavor because you didn't want it to turn out wrong. And I get in the kitchen and I basically just take everything and I just started just throwing it in there, you know? Right. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I always have a hard time with that. But I think even when you use that as an example, like that's kind of life in a whole is that we can make all the plans that we want. Things don't always go the way that, that we've planned them to be. And that's something I, with my anxiety, do struggle with. But um, being able as a couple to regroup and replan and make another, um, just an, another plan, you know, to, to be able to complement each other is always really important. Um, and in you know and I still and I go back to two like if you're dating and you're somebody who's dating and you're looking for a partner you know having those conversations early on is really important um if you're starting to date somebody that clearly is not supportive of the fact that hey maybe you are gonna need to spend time going back to school or maybe you want to open your own business and so you're spending time opening that business or putting that time in if they're not supportive of that while you're dating they're definitely not going to be supportive of it when you get married right so you really need to rethink um or just acknowledge that that's going to be something you probably do continue to struggle with right yeah and 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 like i said it it, it's a conversation that kind of needs to happen and well and what people have got to people's got you've got to understand too is, is that People's goals, people's desires do change over time. And I think that's one of the biggest things that you hear in a a marriage that goes south. What do they always say? Oh, they they changed. Well, one person continues to grow and one person stops a lot of times. Right, right. And you you have to grow together. And that, that, so, oh, this is going to sound like a a Hallmark card, but to grow together, you do have to also grow apart. Uh, When I mean, when I say grow apart, I don't necessarily mean grow separately away from each other. I mean, grow literally up 
together, like basically evolve together um, to grow together. Because the the idea that one person, like I'm not the same person I was when I met Renee. Renee's not the same person she was no, when I she made met me. But that's how it should be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You should make each other better. And in letting each other do your own things, you do make each other better because I don't have, you cannot be in a situation where you always say you complete me. You should, that's such a tricky thing because I don't want to say that you shouldn't have a, your, your significant other should literally make you whole but it, they shouldn't literally make you whole that yeah, makes but what sense. do i also always tell you i don't, I don't know you talk i don't a lot. need you i want you in my life oh like yeah. i don't I she can does live. literally brushing my teeth she comes up behind me and goes you know i don't need you i want you in my life <laughs> like but i can i'm very self-sufficient and i think even for me it's kind of hard for women like me sometimes to find a man that is okay with a woman who because i'm very independent there are except for apparently putting um, ex- except for putting a treadmill together, apparently, um, I there's not very much that I can't do. I can. My dad taught me to be very self sufficient. I can mow a lawn. I can weed whack. I can put a spool of weed whack in. I can. My dad um, over Facetime had me clean a carburetor. Like I'm very hands on. There's nothing that I cannot. But do. man, if the if the Netflix network goes off on the oh, TV, then I'm buying oh a whole my new TV. god, she just turns the TV off because yeah. she can't figure out how to hook the Wi-Fi up. But anyhow. Um, But my, but like I'm, I am very independent and I make that very clear. And especially if I'm mad at Claude, I will not let him help. And he gets so mad. Like, just let me help you. No, I'm mad at you. I can do it on my own. I don't need you. Um, and it, 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 I don't know. I always think that it's kind of funny. And Claude's like, yeah, but I'm here to help you. I'm glad you brought up the treadmill because yeah, it is definitely sitting in the middle of the, of the living room right now with all the pieces spread out. And, um, I thought that it was going to listen to your partner when you, when they tell you something. (laughs) Uh, like, hey, this has significant parts in it. It's a treadmill. It literally is going to require time and effort. That's why, you know, they don't just come popped up together. Like, you have to actually build it, put it together. Oh, no, I'll just do it. No. Uh, so listen to your partners when they tell you something specific. I thought like it was going to take know. me maybe 20 minutes. I'm like, oh, how many pieces can there be? You were still stuck Guys. on number three, step three. There, yeah, there's like there's seven. Like, there's literally like 80 steps and yeah. she was stuck on step number three. Yeah. Well, because I didn't have the part because I didn't. I thought that. I OK, so I thought that when you get something like that, normally all the pieces and the tools that you need are kind of there. And I even I was telling Nicholas, so Nicholas is helping me, right? I said, we we have to get this right because if we don't get it right, God's never going to let me live it down. So and then Nicholas, I've been building. See, and that's the one thing they don't tell you when you get married and have kids. You're literally building crap all the time. All you're doing is building crap. You're building cribs. You're building beds. You're building tables. You're building treadmills. You're building... Uh, I don't even know. Everything requires assembly in a marriage, you and, and it is so crazy. I did build your bed, didn't I? Yeah. Um, Olivia said I built her bed, and I did build her bed. Yeah, but, yeah, you do start to build. Uh, build your relationship. That is something that you're going to always yes. be doing as well. And it never too. stops. It doesn't. It, it really doesn't ever stop. And I think, and even in my prior relationships, that was also the biggest problem is I... I'm always looking for the next thing. And so when I found Claude, um, (laughs) not the next, not the next husband, you have to you have to make that clear. Right. But when I, but when I found Claude and I realized that he was on that same level of always looking to what is next and he was willing to go along, to be honest, I tried Claude along a lot. 
Um, Claude's like, okay, like, what's your next crazy idea? Okay, we can, like, so Claude does go along with, with me, and, um, and he knows that the sky's the limit for me. Um, you know, right now, I'm just, like, praying and waiting for God to show me, like, what's next in my life, because I know that there are bigger things for me, and I'm just... Well, and yeah, and to be fair, I do go along because I know one day, one day she'll let me uh, park a boat in the front and, you know, put a pool in the back and, uh, you know, buy a $250 bottle of of Jack Daniels, uh, you know, whiskey, you know, those are the things that I do feel as though I get rewarded uh, by going along, but I don't do it for the reward. I do do it because I do enjoy watching her, her growth and her development. Um, it is something that I do get a reward out of. Uh, and Olivia is telling us now that we're running out of time. So uh, in conclusion, <laughs> I'll basically just say, you know, you have to come into your relationships understanding what each other's goals are. You can't get midway through and go, oh, no, this is not giving me enough time. This is not giving me enough attention. And because you're going to resent one another and it is going to go south quick. And you have to make sure that you're you're offering that support to your spouse or your significant other because you have to remember that you want that kind of support when it's something that's important to you. So it's important that you are giving to them the same thing that you would that you want. Yeah. Um, and then of course just having those constant conversations because our dreams change and they our do. goals change, and so our conversations have to we change as well. Right. So. Right. But and, 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 and I'll leave it with this is I also encourage you to have girls nights and to have guys nights and to have those best friends out of your relationship because mm-hmm. you need to have a friend that you can bounce things off of and say, hey, am I wrong? Take separate trips. I know that sounds crazy, but take separate trips because at the end of the day, I'm some of the places Renee wants to go. I could give a crap about. And, I, and it'd be nice if she could go there with her friends and they can go to wine country and do all those things without me, you know? And, well, and I feel like I miss you more, too. Like if I, do when you? I go, yeah, when you I go like places. It. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad you're not there because you wouldn't enjoy it and you'd make me miserable. But I do miss you. So it's nice yeah. to go away and to actually miss you instead of being annoyed that you're in my face. Yeah. Like <laughs> on that note uh once again guys uh thank you for following us i, I want to just say you know the response uh the listens have gone up have once again gone up um this week so i just you know keep it keep it rolling um share please share if you like it rate us on spotify apple google whatever wherever you listen you can um, even rate us on facebook there, you can rate you us can on facebook on mm-hmm. you can also rate us on anchor as well um and just share 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 if you like us um renee anything else no i just i hope everybody has a great weekend they have a great oh, next week i did want to say uh you know we lost a very very important person uh in hollywood and in, in movies in the world uh this week, I want to say, was it last week? Uh, Chadwick Boseman, such a surprise. Um, I will say there is not a person in the world that has not been touched by cancer. And um, just to see his, the way he has, he handled it, unfortunately, he lost his battle, was inspiring. And um, it was very superhero-like. So uh, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Um, that's all I got. Um uh, once again, this is uh, I'm Claude. And this is Renee. <laughs> and this has been Before the Kids Wake Up. Bye.